1: that's 800-470-7113.
2: Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and also streaming on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube—all your favorite social media sites. Yeah, we're there. Uh, if you want to drop us a line, or if you want to tune in that way, uh, you can find me on Twitter. My handle is just my name at Chelsea Messenger. You know the drill. If you want me, if you want to send me a pick or a parlay, uh, preferably a winner. I've been tailing some people's picks that have not been winners. <laughs> That's never fun. Uh, and you try not to be bitter towards those people, but it is a little hard when you lose money and you thought that they were picking winners, but, uh, we hope not to do that to you guys today. We're hoping for all winners here, at least a good percentage. Uh, we're talking a whole lot of college basketball as well as NBA. Cause it's that time of year, uh, March madness. It's officially March now, which means the tournament is right around the corner so uh, if you're just starting to bet college basketball, if you're just now starting to pay attention to college basketball so your bracket can be good, uh, we've got you covered. We've been doing college basketball all year long, and we've been paying attention. We know which teams uh, are doing big things, which teams are peaking at the right time. Uh, speaking of teams who are not peaking at the right time, uh, Duke, they've lost three of four, Three of those, all three of those losses being to unranked teams. We're talking their game against NC State, which is my team, which uh, they never seem to be peaking at the right time. Uh, Every time uh, we do well and we get ranked, we'll lose to somebody terrible. And that's really frustrating as a sports fan. I know there are people out there that get me. Uh, We're also talking NBA, which uh, can be frustrating as well. Uh, When you're talking some of these games, when you take an under, and they go to overtime, man, I sound bitter today. I've got to have a better attitude. Uh, I promise that more positive uh, thinking is on the way as we talk college basketball and NBA on today's Picks and Parlays. Uh, After the break, we're talking college basketball with Sean Higgs. And then after that, NBA with Craig and Tony T. Stick with us after the break for College Hoops Talk on Picks and Parlays.
3: A little story about Boost Mobile. Davis, I am feeling pain. What, your
4: dog died? Your girlfriend left you? No. The pain I'm feeling is having an old smartphone. Mm hmm. That's why I switched to Boost Mobile and got four free phones
3: for $25 per line. Well, I didn't. Without Boost Mobile, I got an old phone. It makes my life sad. I feel so alone. I'm switching to Boost, getting four phones for free. Your yeah, Samsung Galaxy is for my whole family.
2: Switch to Boost Mobile and get 4 lines for $25 per line per month with unlimited data and four free Samsung Galaxy A20 phones, all on our super reliable, super fast network.
0: Step up with Boost Mobile new customers only limited time offer while supplies last requires one port from eligible carrier
2: and activation one free device per line customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion offers and coverage not available everywhere see boostmobile.com or retailer for full details
5: hey so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes so you can look great at the office on the road or even just on the weekend with friends and family i hear you This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you. And even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient. You get great clothes delivered right to you. So you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home. And make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms. And priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at StitchFix.com. StitchFix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. StitchFix, personal styling for everybody.
1: Nobody thinks twice about getting a second opinion on a doctor or a lawyer. But what about when you need somebody to work on your home, like an electrician, landscaper, or plumber? Somebody doing major work on your pipes definitely calls for a second opinion. So next time you get a recommendation on a pro, get a second opinion at Angie's List. As the authority on local pros, we offer thousands of reviews, plus business info, offers, and photos. Just go to Angie'sList.com. Hey, you want to feel great about who you're hiring, and we second that opinion.
2: Your business ideas need room to run wild, but there's no room for error when you're raising the bar. A reliable partner can make a real difference. That's the role of a realtor, an irreplaceable expert who represents your values, a reassuring voice of reason, helping you research and reach the right decisions so you can run your business without running the risk. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays on the Sports yeah. Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You know the spiel. I've done it a lot. I'm your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me on Twitter, at Chelsea Messenger if you want to drop me a line, or if you want to check us out on YouTube, uh, Winning Free Picks, that's what we're under now, or Facebook, uh, search Picks and Parlays. Right now, we're diving into some college hoops, because it's March. It's March 1st which means the tournament was right around the corner. And, of course, we've got plenty of college basketball to talk about. We've got Sean Higgs joining us with his uh, baseball shirt. Looks like you're about to be Benny the Jet Rodriguez. <laughs> stealing home plate.
6: Yeah. Yeah, stealing home plate. That's me. I was more of a – definitely not a stealer kind of guy. I was a, I threw out some stealers. I was a catcher back in my – Athletic hey days, but uh not much speed on a basis. I was more of a lumbering gorilla, maybe
3: when I hey, played, uh, it's called power.
2: <laughs> you say you hit for yes. power yeah.
6: I, although my coaches say. said I was more of a meat and potatoes kind of guy like I, I was a line drive I never I was just a roping him to the alley. there's a lot of doubles in my life.
2: <laughs> what are all those like uh coaching cliches like he brings his lunch pail to work every day. he's got yes. high motor. <laughs> God, those are the worst. It's NFL, it's NFL combine season, which means we're hearing a lot of those these days.
6: Yeah, the high motor. I love that. Yeah, he's such a high energy guy.
2: He's a real pro. Well, you be a high energy
6: guy. You play football. If you're not playing high energy, you're going to get <laughs> destroyed. You better come in with some high energy. Holy cow. Uh,
2: <laughs> all right. I love the coach Let's, speak. I know. It's fun. It's a nice little drinking game to play during the NFL combine if you're watching um yeah if it's like the Olympics a, right if it's like a, a white slot receiver you know they're going to talk about the Patriots um anyways let's get back to schedule uh <laughs> NC State Gallagher. Duke is the, the the first game on our <laughs> docket on our card today NC State is plus 13 total is 151 and a hook against Duke uh, Duke 23-6, and six, but they've lost three of their last four, all three of those games coming to unranked teams, including NC State. NC State beat them last time by 22 points, but it seemed like yeah. everything went right for NC State in that game, which doesn't happen often, I will tell you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so and what I mean by that is they had uh, 44 points in the first half, shot 45% for the field, and 8 for 13 uh, from the three-point line. So I'm not just making that up. <laughs> So I'm wondering, oh, no. can they do it again? You think they can cover 13 points against Duke?
6: Well, I mean, as I said, you're going to beat Duke or any team like that by 22. You got to be, coach peak, hitting on all cylinders, as they say. I mean, like, I, really, everything's going right. We didn't win by 22 over Duke. Um, but we don't need 22 here. I see 12 and a half. I see one fifty one and a half. to one and a half. These guys are struggling a little bit. You know, back-to-back losses – uh, Virginia slowed it down, played their ball, dictated what they wanted to do, and came out with an ugly win there. There's something about this Duke team, though. I mean, look at last year. What did they have three of the top ten picks. I mean, Coach K. What I don't know. I'm I'm leaning towards the points here. I like the points. I just of late, listen. No defense from Duke at all. Eleven in the last twelve have gone over, even thrown in that ugly Virginia game. So the defense isn't there for them. Maybe you know the it wasn't. As much as it's a fluke when you are that well at home putting up a twenty-two point win, maybe it has something to do with the defense. I think that's a big problem for them lately. Two and six against the spread. Uh, the last seven. Uh, excuse me. Two and six. Last, last eight. eight. Three and seven. <laughs> last ten. So, yeah. I don't, I was looking at my next one. It was three and seven. So, yeah. Great. They have not covering these numbers. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's late over here in Jersey. Eight o'clock yeah. is getting you know past close to the bedtime. <laughs> no. Nah. Right. But uh, really, I don't like the defense. And you see it. They're not covering these big numbers. Give me Carolina. These guys are on the bubble, 18-11. I know if this was the Big Ten, they'd be considered a team because they're 500 in conference. But they need a good win. Hang tough here. You never know what could happen. We see the teams go down. It's been a crazy year in college basketball. Teams can beat left and right. Baylor goes down again. Um, so, listen, nobody's, nobody's that dominant this year. And Duke is showing that they're not covering numbers. Let's take the 12 and a half points. If you grab 13, get the 13. And if you want to look at the over, again, Duke 11 and 2 to the over, last 13, that may be something you want to look at also. But I'm more heavy on the dog here. Let's take NC State and the points.
2: Right. And this seems like a matchup between two teams that have been terrible at covering lately. Uh, NC State 1 and 4 against the spread in their last five. And as you mentioned, Duke 2 and 6 against the spread in their last eight. So something's got to give. Uh, 13 is just a lot of points, especially in conference yeah. play, especially for a team that's already beat Duke. Uh, once this season, not that long ago, by 22 points. So maybe they have their number. As an NC State fan, I I hate betting NC State because then it's just like a double crotch punch if they lose and you lose money. Um, So let's move on. Let's go to Texas Tech, Baylor. Uh, Texas Tech, the number 22 team in the land. Baylor, number two after losing to Kansas. They've had a rough stretch. They're coming off a loss to TCU. Uh, That was a big upset there. Uh, Texas Tech, they close out the year playing Baylor and Kansas. So it's a rough stretch for them. Uh, this is going to be the start of a tough, tough end to uh, big 12 play for them. Uh, Texas Tech is uh, road dogs in this one. Uh, Baylor is minus eight. Total is 130 and a half. Who do we like?
6: Well, you know, Baylor is off that loss. But, I mean, how do we look at this? They had won 23 straight. They lose a real close one to Kansas. They come out one by 20 in the next game. So you figure, all right, They bounce back from that loss. This is who they are. But then they lay an egg here, or excuse me, in the last game. So you kind of scratch your head a little bit. One, Kansas is going to wrap up the conference. I mean, that's – so they don't have to worry about that. Uh, Texas Tech, though, these guys last year came out struggling. You know, obviously, like Virginia, you get that target on your back. Teams are playing extra hard. And you got a young team. You're led by freshman in scoring, uh, sophomore in scoring, uh, number two in their scoring there. So – takes a little time to gel with everybody coming together. I, I like the way they've been playing, but three and six on the road stuff, tough, and you're closing in Baylor and then in Kansas. I don't know. This is the time for them to play a little better. You think that they steal one of these games based on their talent alone? I don't know. I'm leaning the points here on Baylor just simply because I like Baylor, but maybe we've seen something here last. You know, with, with this last game. Maybe... I don't know what to say. I, they rebound incredible. Texas Tech's not a good rebounding team, but yet they somehow end up losing games by two or three points. So they're right there with it. But I don't, something tells me Baylor here, I don't know. Maybe they're taking a step back. Like, are we really as good as that 23-game win streak? Did we get lucky in that first ride over Kansas with things going right, as we talk about sometimes in games? So I'm going to take the eight points based on, I don't know. Baylor might be questioning themselves a little bit because I don't think TCU is that great a team. Maybe some people think they're kind of a bubble team. I I don't know. I don't get into that kind of bracket kind of stuff, but I, I'm going to take the points here. I just think Baylor, they're, I don't know if their heads are in the right spot right now after that loss. That's just my, that's, that's uh, where I'm, going. Think, I'm taking the points here.
2: I think eight points is a lot for Baylor against Texas Tech, just because these are two teams that both play great defense. So in a game where there's only, say, 50 or 60 points scored, eight points is a lot. So I think eight points is a lot to give Texas Tech, a team that's ranked, uh, mind you. Granted, Baylor's number two, and, Texas Tech number 22. But still, this year in college basketball, it seems like the rankings, there's not that big of a yeah, gap between the top really and much. the bottom.
6: And they're more desperate. They've lost two straight. They, they, you know, they need to straighten the ship here going into the tournament through for, for the uh... – Big 12. So that's why I'm kind of like, you know what? You mentioned the defense. They're a gritty team. I mean, they get out-rebounded 35-19 to 19 and still lose a game by two or three points. So uh, the ability is there to score when need be. But again, it's probably going to be an ugly kind of game. I'll grab the points. So I'm with you on Texas Tech. It's solid defense, and it's just been such a topsy-turvy year in college. What do those numbers mean? 1, 2, 10, 8? I, I really don't think it means much.
2: Right, especially according to Vegas, we've seen in some of these spreads the the Vegas doesn't take too much stock in these rankings. Uh, we're running out of time, uh, Sean Higgs. All right. Thanks, thanks for joining it us. Happens.
6: <laughs> I will see you. All right. On Wednesday.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're back after the break on picks and parlays, talking more basketball. This time we're talking NBA with Craig Trapp.
4: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491.
1: 800-593-7491. Call now. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book?
2: Welcome back to Bigs and Barlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and also streaming on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to tune in that way, we're always welcoming on all of your favorite social media platforms. I'm your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me on Twitter at Chelsea Messenger. Uh, as I've mentioned in the open, we're talking all kinds of basketball today because uh, it's that time of year and there's so many basketball games to talk about, unlike. Uh, Football season where it's just once a week. You can win or lose money just about every night when it comes to basketball. Uh, So we're here to indulge uh, your need to bet on basketball. Uh, Right now we're talking NBA with Craig Trapp. Craig, how you doing over there?
7: Finally, it's March. Hopefully as we turn the the calendar, we get the March Madness. We kind of turned my picks around the last uh, few days. Days, three days maybe have not been great. I've had some really bad upsets, not even close. So i d I don't know. We were talking before the show. I don't know if that's better when you completely whiff and you and you lose by twenty. Uh or if you sweat out and you lose by half a point. It's a loss either way, but uh I'm glad March is here and start to build our bankroll for uh what two weeks away, uh, selection Sunday.
2: Uh sounds good to me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Might,
7: might be three. I don't know. It's either two or three.
2: I know it's in March. That's that's all I need to know. Uh, let's talk about NBA. Uh, let's start with the Bucks and the Heat. Uh, Bucks fifty-two and eight on the season, thirty-five and twenty-five against the spread. Heat are thirty-eight and 22, 30 28 and two against the number. Uh, do we have a line on this one?
7: Well, I don't have a line on this one um, as of yet. I do see the advance line. Uh, uh, the Bucks. Um, in either five and a half to six and a half, which makes a little sense. This Bucks team has been red hot. They continue to just kind of uh, put a hammer down on people, and and totals have been crazy. We see a total opening total of two twenty seven, which is uh, kind of low for this team because we've seen them go way over in several occasions, including that Washington one thirty seven to four uh, in overtime. Uh, what on the the 24th? Just a week ago, but when you look at these uh, these two teams, not a whole lot to like about this Heat team lately. You know, I had liked this team as far as you know the grittiness that Jimmy Butler brought, but then they've gone to uh, just go one and three against the spread in the last four and two and two straight up. Chelsea, this team kind of uh has kind of looks like it maybe hit a wall in in this time of year. Maybe it's injuries, but they got to fix things because if you want to win the East. You're going to have to get home court in the top four seed range if you're the Miami Heat.
2: Right. It just looks like the Heat have not been a good team against the number as of late. As you mentioned, some of those stats against the spread, uh, three and eight against the spread in their last 11. Meanwhile, the Bucs have been a good team and a pretty good cover team as well. Nine and three against the number in their last 12, uh, including 17 and 13 against the number on uh, the road. They have six straight wins. However, uh, some things to note, Kyle Corver Kur- is out. Chris Middleton is questionable. However, they still have Giannis, uh, who uh, James Harden's been trash-talking lately. So, you know, Giannis is going to be wanting to prove that he's not just a dunker. Because I think that's what James Harden was kind of alluding to, that he didn't have too much skill, that he he was just tall, you know, and makes high-percentage shots. But that is neither here nor there. Uh, the Heat's seven straight over, so... Uh, as you mentioned, that total might be worth it, worth uh, looking at as well. Uh, last meeting, the Heat actually won on the road at Milwaukee, 131 to 126. That was probably an over uh, as 11-point dogs. Uh, any other thoughts on this one?
7: Yeah, I like the uh, Bucks to get revenge in this one. You know, that loss earlier, you know, they haven't lost a whole lot to Milwaukee. So when you do lose, you definitely, you know, you put an asterisk by that one. they just got eight losses on the year. I like them here. I think they uh, get it done there. On the year, they're twenty-four and five straight up on, on the road. So as long as it's within that five to six point range, I'm going to take the Milwaukee Bucks here. The one worry, like you said, Chris Middleton is banged up and questionable. Uh, if he plays, then I'm definitely all over him at five and six. Um, I like the Bucks here to continue the recent struggles for, like we said, the Miami Heat when it comes to against the spread. Just one in three against the spread in the last four games overall.
2: 36 and 24 on the year, 35, 20, 25 and 3 against the number. Bulls 20 and 40, not great. Uh, 26, 32, and 2 uh, against the spread. Do we have a line on this one uh, as well?
7: No, the question here uh, there's no line because uh, Luka Donick is questionable here. And, you know, if, if he plays, obviously top five, uh, well, maybe top 10 player in the league now. Uh, but either way, one of the great superstars in the future for sure. One of the great young talents in the league. Um, the advanced line, if he plays, uh, is Dallas minus four and a half here. And I kind of uh, like that a little bit. And then the total, uh, we see a pretty high total here. And we see the total at 229 in the advance line. Like I said, these could change depending on if Luka Donick plays or not. But my initial lean here, you know, it's all about this Dallas team and when he plays, they're one of the more exciting teams. They've been really good for us betters. three and one in the last four against the spread. Against the Bulls team, that is just uh, two and five in their last uh, seven against the spread. So is that two and four? Sorry, two and four in their last six. So um, I, I got to lean towards uh, if Lucas playing for Dallas here. And I also think the over is a pretty good play. when When he plays, they really push the ball a lot more. And I think we've seen, unfortunately, this year it's been about all about the offense in the NBA, and I think it's another one here if Luka Donnick plays tonight.
2: For sure. And something I noticed, even if Luka does not play, uh, Chris Stapp's uh, poor Zingas actually plays pretty well when Luka's out. He takes over and he scores a lot of points. Uh, so uh, you might even get better value on the Mavs if Luka is out. And I think they still pre- play pretty well, especially against teams. Uh, you know what? The Bulls, not very good. I think their record... Uh, speaks for themselves, and also three, eight, and one against the spread in their last 12. Uh, anything else worth noting in this matchup?
7: Well, this Bulls team, you know, it's a team that uh, seems like, you know, basically since Derrick Rose's injury, uh, what, it's maybe five <laughs> to seven, eight years ago, they've kind of just been, you know, in that lottery spot, and they're they're kind of there again this year, where it's like they, they're not good enough to go for it to make the playoffs, they're not bad enough to get a top, uh, guarantee probably a top two or three pick and it's it's a tough way to make a living you to be a really good in the NBA now you got to either get the top couple pick or you, you need to uh, go for it and trade and they haven't done that so i just think you have to fade this bulls team until change um it sounds like you know a lot of the fans want uh some upheaval as far as coaching and a gm and and you know this the front front office so i think you might see that in the off season but until then we're gonna fade the Chicago Bulls team
2: Right. That's almost the worst as a fan when your team is good enough to, you know, win some games, but not bad enough to get those top picks, even though in the NBA, it's not even fair. It's a lottery. Uh, What was it yeah. the year that the Celtics got Jalen Brown? I think they went to the playoffs. So that's got to be a little yeah. frustrating for some teams to sit back and watch. Uh, Let's move on to the Pacers and the Spurs. The Pacers are 36 and 24 on the year 30, 27 and three. Spurs are 25-33, 24-33-1 against the number. Do we have a line?
7: No line on this one. Uh, You know, the Spurs team continues to be really banged up. Um, But I do see the advance line uh, right now. Indiana just favored by two uh, at one book and one and a half at the other. So I think it's going to be real close in that one to two range one way or the other. So I don't think it really matters who's favored here. I think you have to give the Pacers a little... um, a little edge in this one as this Pacers defense is just clearly better. Uh the Spurs, what used to be one of the better defenses in the league, has not been there this year. Uh they have been a team that scores and gives up a lot of points. It's kind of funny how Popovich has embraced the whole new, you know, metrics and the three pointers and, and all that. Uh you know, they're just one and two straight up in their last three and oh and three against the spread in their last three. So for me, I have to lean to this Pacers team and think they're starting to play a little better. Victor Oladipo's finally starting to work his way back into shape and to fit in in that roster. 5 and 1 straight up in their last 5 games with the only loss that embarrassing loss when they set out Oladipo and some other guys with Toronto. So, I think when you look at this one, Chelsea, you have to look at this Pacers team and as they continue to push um, for that top 3 or 4 seed in the East, I think they're going to be a very tough team to beat. If you're Toronto, if you're Milwaukee, um, if you're the Sixers or even Boston, I don't think you want to face this Indiana team. So you better not let them get the home court edge if you're one of those top other teams.
2: Right. These should be pretty interesting when it comes to uh, the playoffs, because there are several teams kind of like that, that maybe if they peak at the right time, uh, obviously the Bucks are the team to beat, but the Raptors, what a story they've been. Uh, I don't think anybody thought that they were going to contend. Uh, but circling back to this game, uh, the Pacers, as you mentioned, they've been hot as of late as at least... Are winning straight up winning five of six but they've only covered in one of their last four so that makes me a little uh a little gun shy on them uh spurs just nine and 19 against the spread at home though uh and they haven't covered in their last three so they haven't been a great cover team uh either uh they won the last meeting on the road 111 100 as one and a half point dogs worth noting not sure uh if there yeah. was any injuries in that one as well though uh, and 2-7 and seven against the spread in their last nine. That's all my stats well, when, I have for that game.
7: Well, when you look at the Spurs team, so this is a this, this Spurs team that they just don't win cause like they used to. They they do not win with defense. They they really rely on their three-point shooting, and they, they don't run guys off the three-point line like they used to. They just give up way too many pointers, and they don't play good defense. They're playing a team in Indiana that actually plays good defense, which is a rarity in the NBA right now. So when it's right. that case and it's a short line, um, I'm going to go with the hotter team. And this Indiana team, even though they haven't been great against the spread, has been because they've had to lay big numbers lately. This one's a lot lower number. I think Indiana covers here and gets a nice win on the road in San Antonio.
2: Uh, you talked about defense. Uh, any leanings towards a total?
7: I, I, this Indiana team's actually been one of the better teams uh, lately on the under. So I think I would lean towards the under here, but I – wouldn't go crazy on this one on the under just because the Spurs are so poor on uh, defense and they shoot so many threes. So if a team gets hot and, you know, goes a quarter and they make four or five threes, all of a sudden uh, that can blow up your over. So I think the much stronger play is on the Indiana Pacers and you lay the points here.
2: Right. That kind of scares me about teams that shoot three balls a lot because you can live and die by that. Uh, when yeah. we talk about March Madness, some of these teams that rely on on hot shooting that seems to be the case uh thanks craig for joining us we hope we have some winners this week
7: (laughs) yes i hope so too
2: all right we're back after the break with even more nba with tony t on picks and parlay
1: That's 877-360-0402. You're in charge of hiring and Indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. And we'll give you this barbershop quartet who'll sing the name of the perfect hire. Vince Lundy.
4: Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy.
1: Vince Lundy. Lundy. Okay, there's no quartet. But skills tests, that's for sure.
4: See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply.
5: Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you. And even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient. You get great clothes delivered right to you. So you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home. And make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms. And priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. StitchFix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody.
2: Welcome back to Picks and Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and also streaming on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You know the drill. Uh, If you want to search us on any of those, we're always welcome. Uh, We always welcome your feedback and comments and questions and everything uh, sports betting related. Right now, jumping right back into some NBA. This time we've got Tony T joining us from the West Coast to talk a few NBA games, Tony T, how are you?
8: Yeah, I'm doing well. Chelsea, of course, election Sunday two weeks away. The NBA playoffs will begin in seven weeks, but uh, something that got my interest uh, uh, this weekend, Chelsea, looking at the games, it kind of re- it was pretty funny here. If you, I don't know if you noticed when you saw Trevor Reza give that bump to, to over to, to uh, Trey, uh, to Trey. Oh, and, yeah. uh, It kind of reminded me what the NBA was. Oh. It kind of reminded me what the NBA was like 10 years ago. Go, Here, son, uh, let me give you a taste of what the NBA was like when I came in. Why don't you put a little bit of muscle there on those bones? Because uh, had you start came in the league, when I came in the league, you'd be a six-man off the bench, my friend.
2: Here's what he's talking about for the people who don't know what he's talking about. Uh, Trey Young was trying to nutmeg somebody, which means uh, you dribble it between their legs and basically make them look stupid. Uh, and he probably wanted to be another highlight, you know, because we talked about this the other day on the show we're living in the era of going viral for highlights. But yeah, that was pretty funny to me. I think um, who were some of the great defenders kind of in the nineties? Who is it? Like Ron Harper Uh, who played for Gary Payton. Am I thinking of the right person? The glove. The glove. The glove. Or if Dennis Rodman. (laughs) Oh yeah. There
8: would have been quite a bit there back in the day. And again, it's funny, what we've seen, you know, the league has really changed in the past 10 years is uh, they allow these little guys to, you know, don't, you can't touch them, you can't blow on them, we want to keep them healthy. And it reminded me back to Stephen Curry, if you remember back when he started in the NBA, he was injured a lot. And uh, we, saw the t- we saw the NBA change the rules, let's, let's help these little guys, let's, let's speed up the game, we don't want too much, high, we don't want any collisions which causes injuries. If we go back and remember guys like Ricky, Ricky Rubio just a simple collision with his knee with uh, with Kobe when he was like in his teens and he was and he suffered a, a devastating injury i can think back of another uh, some other young stars superstars in their teens uh, over 10 years ago that suffered some severe injuries but again when you got these guys that don't have their bodies developed you can see why the nba is, has changed their their, their rules here uh, to, to permit more of a, a free flowing game uh, not too much hand checking that's gone the holding of course the hard fouls are gone pretty much and uh, that's why you're seeing guys like uh, we say Trey Young, who would have been a six-man off the bench ten years ago, well, he's starting, scoring like crazy, and there's no accountability for him to play defense.
2: And also, we've been seeing some uh, Oscar-winning flops lately. I don't know if you saw the LeBron <laughs> one; that one was pretty funny. <laughs> if you're on Twitter, look up LeBron's latest flop. It's a it's a real gem. Um, but let's get to these games as promised. Uh, let's start with the Jazz and the Cavs. Uh, I have the Jazz as minus. Uh, eight and a half point favorites. Total is 219. Uh, Jazz 0 oh, and 5 against the spread in their last five. Not great. One and four straight up in their last five. The Cavs 5 1 and 1 against the number in their last seven. Overall, not a great team, but at least they're decent against the spread. 17 and 14, uh, 17 and 43 on the year straight up. 27 and 30 and three against the number. Uh, what are we leaning in this one?
8: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cavaliers here at plus eight and a half. You know, Cleveland's been competitive since the coaching change. You know, the uh, they made the change here. It just didn't work for them. I uh, thought uh, The coach they had, they were a little bit too uh, tough on the players. They're not used to that defensive style, kind of a Jerry <laughs> Sloan type of attitude there. Beeline is tough. And, of course, this generation of players didn't respond. So, we need a coaching change. Oh, everything's okay. Yeah, you got beat on on film. We're not going to call you out and, and in film room, we're gonna forgive you for some of these mistakes. I guess that's the direction now. But when you look at Cleveland, they've covered five of their past six. They've won three or four at home with notable wins against the in 76ers. But you know one thing about the Jazz, we know they've co- failed to cover four straight with a push in there, but the defense has been atrocious. Remember we talked about uh, the, the midseason awards, why I couldn't give Rudy Gobert the award because he's, this, this Jazz team goes in the streaks, they play good defense, then they don't play, and here's the span without playing any defense. Look at their past five games, allowing nearly 50% shooting. from three. Cleveland, well, they're shooting the ball a little better, and I just cannot lay points on a road with a team in bad defensive form. So I'm going to take the points here with Cleveland.
2: Uh, And if I'm reading correctly, last meeting 115-99 to in Utah for a push, and that time they were 16-point favorites. Uh, So I don't know. Uh, Just to recap, who would you like? The Cavs? I like taking the. I'll
8: take the points here. Cleveland plus eight and a half. They're shooting the ball a little better, and the Utah Jazz in one of those funks where just they're not defending.
2: Right. Sorry, I was looking at too many stats and off in La, La Lance. Uh Let's move <laughs> on to the Rockets and the next. Uh, as I mentioned, maybe it was in the intro. Uh, James Harden's been talking all kinds of crap about uh, Giannis saying, "Yeah, it'd be easy for me too if I was seven-one and all I had to do was dunk." Uh, James Harden has been scoring a ton of points. So as Westbrook, uh, that small ball they've embraced. And uh, those two guys are really benefiting off of it uh, against the next here, They're nine and a half point favorites on the road. Two thirty and a half is the total. Uh, yeah, that looks high. But actually, the Rockets uh, have uh, hit the under in six of their last nine. I think that's just because the numbers have been so high. Everybody thinks they score a lot of points. So, uh, yeah, Vegas knows that. And they set the total accordingly. Uh, what are you feeling on this one?
8: Yeah, with the Rockets, I kind of take a wait and see when they play the good teams, and I'm going over when they play the bad teams. And that's really what it's been like here with these Rockets. So I'm going to go over a total of 230 and a half. You know, the Rockets and their small lineup, remember, they just faced the Knicks over a week ago and they combined for 235 points. The Knicks didn't have the greatest shooting game, but the reason why they were competitive is because New York pulled down 16 more rebounds in Houston. And if you look at Houston, as I keep talking about over and over, it may hurt them in the playoffs. They keep getting beat on the glass, nine in and nine out with that small lineup. But when you look at the Rockets, they have averaged uh, 120 or greater points in four of their past five games. That exception was against that really good defensive team in Boston. But New York, since their coaching change, they have shown improvement offensively. Their the past span of five games hit nearly 49% of their shots. Of course, uh, the Rockets here in that same span put up nearly 126 points a game. Hey, they're, they're in New York, you know, Harden Company, they're going to want to Show you know when they increase their popularity, you know, and you know try to make a case for their MVPs and all their individual awards that they seem to love over there in Houston. I think this is a spot for them to showcase their talents and not play a whole lot of defense because there's really not much accountability for lack of defense. There's more there's more focus on offense. I like the offense winning here. Let's go over 230 and
2: a half. Right, especially if James Harden's been running his mouth lately, you know he has to back it up. And something we were kind of talking about a throwback to the years. Uh, years past how the NBA has changed that's something that I've noticed has seemed to change it seems like all the players are friends now so that was really strange to me that James Harden kind of took a shot at Giannis who seems to be a likable guy because there are some guys in the league that you know everybody talks trash about um, and Green and (laughs) some people don't like Pat Beverly Uh, but yeah I think James Harden has something to prove here uh, and maybe, I don't know, um, on my little app, you can do player totals for how many points they score. I'm not sure what the number is, but that might be a, worth looking at as well, I, I guess.
8: Yeah, player totals, I think Harden would come in with a big game. And, of course, uh, I think we need to set the bar a little higher for these players. We get all excited when they score 50, but when you score 50 and you get up 230, it doesn't matter. I think we should set the bar up to 70. We need to see, see 70 point nights from these guys, especially with the lack of defense that's going on in the league.
2: Well, the funny thing is, when Devin Booker got that, what was it, 80-point game? They still lost. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And, like, the Suns put that all on social media, and everybody's like, well, you lost, so.
8: (laughs) Yeah, come and see Devin score 80, and and we'll lose the game, but you'll see Devin score 80. I mean, that's what it's come down to, unfortunately, with some of these markets that are so out of it. uh, They they really don't have much much to do. I remember back here in L.A. when we had two teams with the Clippers in their, their advertising campaign was 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 advertising the opponent the, the opposing stars of the team that were coming to sell oh, tickets.
2: That's tough. That's like Tampa Bay Rays. It's tough. It's yeah, it sucks it for be them tough. because the Rays are actually a good team and they deserve good fans, but uh whenever they play uh just about anybody in the AL East, which is their division, so it'd be pretty frequently the the Yankees, the Red Sox, you'd see Yankees and Red Sox fans at the trough which is a little disappointing. Uh, But, yeah, it just seems like the NBA has turned into a very individualized league where a lot of guys are me first. Uh, Even in that, I will say, Kobe Bryant, I don't know if you heard it, what was it, the memorial service where he told Shaq, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's no no I in in team, but there is a me. (laughs) So, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, let's move on to the Grizz and the Hawks. The Grizzlies are coming off a win over the Lakers, uh, I believe. Yeah, to snap a five-game losing streak. Uh, they were frustrated, and they finally snapped the streak against the Lakers in a big way. Grizz 29-31 on the year, 31-28 and one against the number. The Hawks and Trey Young, our favorite uh, modern-day NBA superstar, uh, they're favored in this one minus two and a half. Total is 239 and a half. What do we like?
8: Well, you know what I said on, on, on a rapid fire. When you say Atlanta, I say over. <laughs> I'm gonna continue. As long <laughs> as this total stay under 240, I'm going over here. You know, last year they combined for 243 points and 248 in their two meetings. And, and, and Memphis was a, tr- was a trash offensive team last year. Now they're a better offensive team. You know, the, look at the Hawks combined totals here the past five games, 243, 250, 259, 246. Atlanta, they played at the fourth fastest pace and the Memphis Grizzlies at the fifth pass space. You have a lot of a lot of young legs out there that like to run the ball up and down the court. Not don't don't play a whole lot of defense. Hawks have gone over in 13 of the past 17. One thing to note here: when Memphis faces a bad team with a losing home record, the result has gone over in four straight. So you got to look at some of these overs, bad team versus bad team. You're gonna see a lot of that here as we get towards the tail end of the season with teams that are out of it, like the Hawks. Uh, there's no defensive intensity whatsoever. We even saw that, believe it or not, in the Sunday game. Uh, with that Clippers and 76ers team, because the Clippers, and I, I knocked myself, I should have caught this, I, I should have known better here, when you see there's no Joel Embiid, you, saw, you see they're, they're missing their, their, top, their top defensive guard for the 76ers, you know there wasn't going to be much intensity defensively, of course there wasn't a was high scoring game, that's what I mean, not a lot of intensity brought to the court by these Hawks, and look at their past five games, allowing 48% shooting, and the, and, and the Grizzlies aren't shooting the ball well, it'll be fast paced, and as long as it stays under 240, I'm going over 239.5 in this Memphis Atlanta game.
2: I think it's definitely fair to say that the Hawks qualify as a bad team, but what about the Grizzlies? Aren't they contending for what the eighth spot in the West, or are they in the they East? They are
8: contending for the. They're in the West. They're in the West. They
2: are. They are in yeah, contention confusing. right now. They, in the. They should be in the East.
8: Yeah, they're. Yeah, and they're in trouble because they're holding a two and a half game lead over the Pelicans for that final playoff spot. But uh, here's a team that uh, you know that that's given up about 115 points a game this season so uh they're they're not a very strong defensive team again, they're full of a, a bunch of young players, and this is where I think they get and they're on the road, so this is going to get caught up in that- in that pace trap and they're they play as as I said at a fast pace, so you got two fast paced teams here, and again, I just uh, going to continue to roll with this Hawks team as long as the total stay under two forty. I gotta go over with them
2: right uh I want to say your over picks last time both hit, didn't they
8: yeah. Yeah, they they both hit. I think we had three of them too. That yeah, we we hit, hit them all with the overs. Those
2: are the the we funnest of that because you just pull for points. Wizards,
8: yeah, Wizards, Hawks, and we had a Magic in there. Yeah, those that those those all, all tailed over.
2: Even though I'm, and not, gonna lie, oh, I'm not gonna lie, I over there. gonna lie. I don't think I've watched any Magic games this year.
8: <laughs> well, yeah, they were. Yeah, you you you'd fall asleep. For most of the time, except the past 10 days where they've kind of changed their style. Um, they're, they're playing Portland on a Monday, and I like that game going to go over 223.5 with Orlando and Portland. When you look at Orlando, they've really picked up their pace in scoring. You know, they've gone over in seven straight, and they're, they're averaging 120 points a game, 48% shooting. The defense has been bad. <laughs> That's usually what happens, you know, when they, when they improve the offense, the defense goes. But one thing to know, without Damon Litter in the lineup for Portland, the defense has suffered. Uh, they've given up 117 points and 48% shooting. Just go over again Orlando Portland.
2: All right, that wraps up our NBA talk with Tony T. We're back after the break on Picks and Parlay.
3: Goo a try. Call 1 888 3300123 and you'll receive a one week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1 888 3300123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com.
4: Now available at select big five stores near you. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline
1: now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063.
2: And parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, all your favorite social media platforms. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter at Chelsea Messenger, is my handle, at Picks and Parlays is our handle on Twitter if you want to check us out. Uh, if you're just now joining us, don't worry, we've got you covered. We're about to wrap up all of our picks in a nice little package. Uh, we'll even have a little graphic if you want to write them down. Let's start with our college basketball picks from Sean Higgs, uh, NC State at Duke. He likes the Wolfpack plus 13 uh, in that one to cover that big number. Uh, And Texas Tech at Baylor taking Texas Tech at plus eight. So a couple of dogs he likes. And then finally, NBA picks from Tony T. I can't read the screen. Uh, <laughs> Jazz and Cavaliers taking the Cavs plus eight and a half. Sorry. I was wondering which team ended uh, with a Z and I couldn't think of it. Uh, Rockets at Knicks taking the over to 30 and a half. Grizzlies Hawks uh, taking the over to and a half. And then Trailblazers at magic taking the over at two 23 and a half a lot of overs uh tony t likes but he picked a lot of overs in the last show and all of them hit as we mentioned the nba is becoming more and more an offensive league and yeah vegas adjusts the numbers but sometimes it still goes way over as i've mentioned some of these scores are just outrageous it'll be 131 to 123 Especially if they go into overtime, that's nice—a nice little bonus if you have the over. That you can sit back and relax. It was a great show, as always. We've got plenty more basketball talk on the way uh, this entire month. We're here every weekday. If you want to join us, uh, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, and also Sunday. Yeah, it's been a great show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, I'm Chelsea Messenger. You're listening to Picks and Parlays.